Gordon Hayward's injury was not only shocking to see because of the severity of it, but because it altered the NBA season just six minutes into its opening. After the initial shock of seeing Hayward writhing in pain with his ankle pointing the complete wrong direction wore off slightly, I was able to take a look at what it means to both my beloved Celtics and Hayward himself. Full disclosure, as I've said many times before here on the Sports Rundown, I'm a Boston homer, especially when it comes to the Celtics. So I'll try to do my best to be as honest and realistic as possible when telling you what this all means. There's really no other words to put it than devastating. This injury is devastating for Hayward, his teammates, his coaches, and Celtics fans. Honestly, if you're a fan of the NBA and watching the best, most competitive basketball every given night, it should be devastating to you too. Hayward joining the Celtics this year gave them a 27-year-old All-Star who has improved every year he's been in the league. By adding Hayward and throwing him to, into the mix with Al Horford and other new acquisition Kyrie Irving, Boston had a legitimate chance to topple the Cavaliers and win the Eastern Conference title this year. Competing for a title with the mighty Golden State Warriors may have been a long shot, but this new-look Celtic team with Hayward as their prized free agent acquisition was no doubt going to be very good. This injury changes everything for Boston and certainly alters the power structure in the Eastern Conference. The Cavaliers under LeBron have not been pushed really at all in the East and with Hayward done, it almost certainly for the season, it looks as if Cleveland will again have little resistance on their path to a fourth straight NBA Finals trip. For the Celtics, their lineup and game-to-game strategy will obviously need to undergo serious alterations. Hayward figured to be one of the team's main focal points on offense, being the second option to Kyrie Irving. His mid-range game and ability to stretch the floor was going to provide the Celtics with the wing scoring they so desperately had been lacking since the days of Paul Pierce. Now Boston will have to turn to their stable of young players to attempt to pick up the big hole left in the lineup by Hayward's absence. Fortunately for Boston, those young guys appear to be ready and willing to step up if Tuesday night's game was any indication. Second-year swingman Jalen Brown, who started at the two, was arguably Boston's best player against Cleveland, scoring a career-high 25 points and leading the team in minutes. Brown, who was the third pick out of Cal in 2016, looked like an offensive force, showing off his offensive repertoire from three-pointers to a few thunderous dunks. Joining Brown in the Boston youth movement was this year's third pick, Jason Tatum, who shook off a rough, rough first half in his NBA debut to finish the night with 14 points and 10 rebounds. Tatum showed a lot of poise and skill, knocking down a big three and showing off an array of offensive moves well beyond that of a 19-year-old rookie. Another guy who will be asked to step up and fill in for Hayward is the longest-tenured Celtic, 23-year-old Marcus Smart, who always seems to step up when the team needs him. Smart is the gritty heart and soul of the Celtics, and while he may throw up some ugly shots or not fill out the stat sheet on a given night, he does all the little things that help you win games. Smart is a defensive dynamo and tone setter for Boston, and they'll need even more out of him going forward now. So all is not lost for Boston. They certainly need to see guys step up now, but they appear to have the guys capable of doing that. No one will be able to replace what the Celtics were expecting this year from Hayward, and the team's expectations for themselves certainly takes a blow as well. Though, in a weak Eastern Conference, if Boston can find a way to pull together and get production out of their young players and manage to avoid another major injury, they certainly have the ability to make a run at making it back to the Eastern Conference Finals, where ultimately, without Hayward, they'd again lose to Cleveland. 
Now it's about trying to move on for Boston and focus on new goals. The main goal, as always, will be to get better every night. This isn't a lost season for Boston. It's just going to be a different season than they were expecting. If Hayward can fully recover and join the team next year, and all signs point to that being the case, he'll be joining a team that is now battle-tested and much more experienced, and then next season they can have new goals. Losing Hayward in Game 1 of 82 obviously was the worst-case scenario for the Celtics, but this is a team that's very young, very talented, and built to get better and better over the next 4 or 5 years. Hayward will still be a big part of that. It's just not coming together at the exact time the Celtics may have hoped. I'm Jet Stryer, and this is your home for the best quick-hitting sports news, only on Anchor.